Hello, and welcome to St. Louis City Press and International Friendly. Joining me to talk about City's 2-2 draw against the LA Galaxy is Nathan Halley. Good morning. Abby. Not Hello. Halley. Not, not Halley, that is correct. And Patrick Stark. Good morning. We'll also talk about the upcoming game against Houston um, and corrections and omissions. We also have someone else joining us. Maya, can we get a prediction? Who do you think is going to win the St. Louis City Houston Dynamo game? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. What do you think the score will be, though? Three to one. Three to one. We're going to say City. You're on record now. Uh, what about okay. your soccer game? You have a soccer game today. Who's going to win that? Us. All right. You're going to beat Saul Dynamo? I think so. All right. That's, that's the content that people come for. Thanks, Maya. I wonder if it's like the Houston Dynamo. Is that what you were thinking? Like Saul Dynamo? Who knows with kids soccer? All right. Let's talk about the LA Galaxy game. That was a really fun half a game. I cannot think of a game that has made me more angry except like every other game we haven't won. Yeah, I don't think that's that makes it be as much about you as about the game. It was legitimately, I think, the best half of St. Louis City soccer. That first half. We had the full spine. The spine. The elusive spine. For the first time ever. Uh, Can you describe the players in that? No nicknames, please. (laughs) I'm not sure I could do the nicknames if I tried. Um, So we have Parker at the back. You have Nielsen. Coconut. Harry Harry Nielsen. Um, We have Blom. Floppa. a lot of dogs. Floppa. Floppa, not Floppa. Joaquini is Floppa. Then Leuven and then Klaus. Don't have a nickname for Klaus. Mm. He kind of was out the portion of the season when somehow this pod decided giving people nicknames was a good idea. I I also missed at the back then obviously Berkey um, in goal. Also Also doesn't have a nickname. As I said on the last one, it's out of respect. In the first half. Do we think uh, that was a better half than when we like destroyed Cincinnati? That was a I long was gonna, time ago. I was going to say it's a better half than the first half against Dallas, which up until <laughs> now, I think was still on record as being the best half of soccer we've played. Per Bradley Carnell. Per Bradley Carnell. Was that the first half that then like, you mean the first half that then we like flew home and flew yes. back for 20 minutes? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That first half. It was a good half. Not as good as this one, though. This was a great half. It was. What were your highlights, Pat? I mean, everything. We just absolutely control. It was the perfect game. We Our press was the best press we've had in months. Uh, we were turning them over. The Our point of possession was crazy high. It, it was the most fun game to watch in that respect since, like, game three. Showing again, maybe our lack of insight. The the Klaus Sam pairing looked pretty fun. Yeah, well, who was it that said that that wasn't a good? Was that me? Yeah, I'm pretty yes. sure it was you. Yeah. Well, okay, but in Nathan's defense, my guess is they listened to the pod because they weren't really playing the same position. Klaus was almost playing in the midfield at times. I'm going to say false nining it and letting Sam be the upfront target man. And it worked because 
that man can score and and did um i think more than the the official score sheet shows you know it's it's interesting because usually it's the other way usually when they were playing like nico klaus you know klaus was that target man up front with nico falling back it's interesting that was working well um, sam is just so fast yeah although We'll you know get what? into it. I, I, we're yeah. focusing on the good times. Yeah. Okay. Well, the good oh, times. Oh, you're talking about the. There was speed a video. Ranking. Yeah. No, there was a a video the team put out with Indy serving as the host, where he was showing the players their EA uh, FIFA rankings, and it was a good time. I recommend that as a watch for anyone listening. I did not watch it. Is that what you guys were talking about on Discord? Yeah. It was fantastic and definitely worth watching. Going back to Klaus, uh, he was surprising. I don't know about surprisingly. He was quite emotional about it also, like on social media. And he talked very openly about how much he felt like he needed that. Uh, the, the goal? To like, yeah, to like get his confidence back. I thought you meant his score on EAFC. No, 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 no. Sorry. His goal in the game. I, I on In the pod, I was really hoping for a Klaus goal. It was amazing to see it was do you think he meant to do that to fivefold goalie yeah. yeah felt like the goalie should have stopped that one you'd, you'd, hope, you'd hope Berkey would stop it but you know Klaus saw his opportunity and he took it I think we talked about this on the discord it was a sort of a weird goal like it so it's through the five hole and he, it was slow but it was sort of like he had it arguably like purposefully slowed it down so it was like off speed just sort of a weird shot I don't know. I'm going to give him credit. I think it was what he meant to do. I'm going to say something controversial because that's what it feels like I'm here for. I don't think Berkey would have stopped that because I don't I think he is very good at being a goalie in a lot of ways. But I don't think one of those ways is stopping soccer balls that are shot at him. I'm sorry. No, that's just empirically wrong. It's not controversial. It is empirically wrong. He is far and away the best shot stopper in MLS. He's saying he's not good at stopping penalty shots. No, 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 no. Have a pretty small sample size. I want to be a little more clear. So it's not. It's a large sample size across his entire career. He's bad at stopping penalty shots. He stops a lot of shots because our defense isn't is a little bit leaky, but he stops a lot of shots that like everyone would stop. But he doesn't often stop the shots that you'd be like, oh, that's why we're paying him way more than every goalie. Now, he does other things like controlling the defense, recycling things around, doing stuff that I think makes up for that. But in pure, like making amazing saves that justify his triple other goalie salary, I don't think it's there. Patrick, do we think we disagree with this take more or less than the take that Parker should not have skipped the game to see the birth of his child? It is shockingly close. And I I didn't think anything you said could be. But this is shockingly close because it's like you looked at what the actual thing was and decided, you know what I'm going to say? The complete opposite. Okay, what are the what are the numbers? I have to find them because I didn't think we would have to talk about this. No one this thought is- we would ever have to talk about this. But Chris, if he were here, would be citing you post shot XG that shows that Berkey's an absolute like the numbers are incontrovertible. Is, he is the best in the league at stopping shots. This is not a joke. I've listened to three other podcasts this week 
national podcasts that have all said Berkey, the numbers on him are shocking. He's saved he his actually look, give me a second. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but quoting one of these other podcasts, his goals allowed minus X or XG minus goals allowed is like nine. And like the next closest person is, I don't know, six. There's one person who go, that stat per 90 is even close and he has only played five games. All right. Looking at some advanced goalkeeper stats, his post shot XG per shot on target which is what I'm talking about, not just post-shot XG, because that's anything, but shots on target. He's middle of the pack, 14th. Post-shot XG plus minus. Okay, he's top there. That doesn't, we'll we'll edit that out in post. But the post-shot XG per shot on target, middle of the pack. Even post-shot XG, he's not the best. He's second. (laughs) You're stretching here. Okay, no. he's an absolutely incredible goalkeeper. He is incredible at scoring shots. I'm sticking. What does post shot XG uh, like? Post shot XG is a product of the goal of the shot. So this this stat that I'm highlighting is exactly what I was talking about. Higher numbers indicate that the shots on target faced are more difficult to stop. Yes, he's not good at you're, stopping no, shots no, you're that telling are un- us that he has middle-of-the-pack difficulty of shots shot at him. You are giving us an offensive stat. No, no. it's That's the divisor. We're going to have to table this until Chris is here to give us the true stats. Berkey is incredible at, one, being in the right place at the right time, which is like 90% of goalkeeping to make the save. And he's also just indisputably uh, incredible at saving shots. But we'll wait for Chris to to prove that point. Number four in goals against. What about the rest of the team in the Galaxy game? Midfield, defense in that first half? I'm sorry. I can't even think. What did you just say? I'm so... <laughs> Our listeners... Look, I know one listener who's... I'm going to recommend doesn't even listen to this podcast because of the things that it would do emotionally. Look, I think the stats prove me right. He's fine. He's not worth three times as much as the next expensive, most expensive goalie. He's widely regarded as the second best goalie in MLS this year. The second most valuable player in MLS this year. No, he is not widely regarded as that. According to the MLS podcast, he is probably looking at second in voting for MVP. That's that. You guys are not listening to what I'm saying. I'm saying he has value in other places. I'm saying he doesn't stop the shots that you would expect someone getting paid his value would. I'm saying he's incredibly important to the team for the other things he brings, the modern goalkeeper sensibility, which would play into MVP. But from a pure shot-stopping capability on tough shots, he's no better than average. Do you think maybe COVID, like, wiped out some of your memories of the incredible saves Berkey has made this season. Go watch a season of any goalie and they will make incredible saves from being in the right place at the right time. So Phil asked about the midfield in the LA Galaxy game. Moving on from one hot take to the next, I have some qualms about Ido Leuven. Oh yeah, he's terrible. He's terrible. He is working to prove that I was correct 
in saying that he would not be on my starting 11 best for St. Louis City. So Idaluvin still has remarkable moments of possession and and getting the ball into the right place. And he, I I don't know, I I think I've seen his frustration coming through and then that frustrates me. Like he's very openly frustrated on the field with other players. And it feels like recently his play has not justified that. And like, even if it was, honestly, I don't love seeing that. This is sort of a, it's a sportsmanship thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Remember I'm how we were saying other... this was the best half of soccer we've seen? Right, no, but then there's another half. So I, I agree with this, actually. The first half, uh, I thought he looked sort of back to form. And then the second half was like, oh, nope, that's what we've seen for the last, I don't know, couple months. We talked about this on the pod before. Um, so I, I think he's still phenomenal when he is phenomenal. When he's not, I think that frustration coming through rubs me the wrong way. Curious. Uh, I just wanted to... Just a little bit of positivity here. Let's uh, other highlights from the first half. We got to talk about Sam and then we can pivot into kind of what happened to result in a draw. But I, I, mean, I, already, did. I already did. Beautiful goal. Sam. I said Sam's that. beautiful goal coming off of an incredible pass by Leuven to Stroud, who had an incredible game. Stroud loved it. He was he was playing great. He knows Part the system. The he is the system. But yeah, that, right. that opening pass by Leuven to to Stroud was very impressive, and uh, it was credit to uh, Adinaran for being able to finish that. It was uh, an awkward pass to receive for that for that first goal. It was a beauty, though. All right, we we got to talk about it. We All right, talk about then what happens. Well, let's talk about some defensive play from Sam. Um, he was in the box. And look, I don't blame him for this even 1%. A shot gets blasted at him. Arms are tucked. He's turning away. The ball hits his hand. I hate it. I think we all I, do. I think a, a correct reading of the rules is that it is a handball. I think the reason we're so salty is because we should have gotten that call the week before against Sporting Kansas City. So it's the inconsistency, which Taylor Twelman pointed out. Like the handball rule is infuriating. It's infuriating across soccer. Every league, World Cup, like it it's inconsistently called because it's left up to the discretion of the the referees. Um so it was probably a handball. I think it's harsh to get the yellow on top of it. Apparently that's because it was like a dog so situation that it would have gone in. I'm not so sure about that. That I, yeah. Again, I feel like the ref could have not given a yellow. Like that seems. So I was like hoping an someone could, injury. I was hoping somebody could clarify the rules on this because my, I, I think that's not true. So if there's like any chance of it going on goal, then they have to give the yellow card according that's apparently, to apparently. Yeah, that's that's according to the people on Twitter that I've read saying that's what the rule. So then what's the case where it's an automatic red card? That's like, like, like it was definitely look, look, a Louis God. Like. Louis Suarez in the 2012 World Cup or whatever, when the Ghana guy hits the yeah. ball and, the, and he smacks it down. So that's so the automatic in, red intentional. card. Yeah. It's an intentional. So, yeah. It does seem like the, the, the handball rules are incredibly frustrating and enforced poorly. Like I almost wonder if we'd be less mad if the ref had more discretion not to give the yellow card. Absolutely. Yeah. 
the yellow card really sucked because that probably is actually what cost us the game. Well, and then, you know, the ref didn't we call still it. VAR, VAR called him back to look at it. That's and it true. Was the-, the ref was like kind of like vehemently yelling at the LA Galaxy players to go away that he said it was not a a handball at all. Well, Do we know because- any of them got fined for like rushing up? and They were like grabbing on him. No, because apparently anything that happens after a um, after like none of that happens. None of it existed because the play should have stopped at the so like they could run up and punch the ref in the face. Uh, I don't. Okay, maybe not that, but like the yellow card that they got after the fact got rescinded because that play shouldn't have happened. Yeah, but so okay. In in real time, he's like turning his body. It looks like I in real time thought it hit his right hand, which was clearly tucked, clearly turning away. On VAR, you can see it actually hits his left hand, which is not as tucked. So I think that was the same. I assume that's the same thing the ref thought and why he was waving it off, and then saw on VAR that it was the other hand, and so gave it. I look. I understand the rules. I forget who it was. I don't know. Carnell was even calling out that he doesn't know what a handball is, which is as harsh as you will ever hear Carnell be about officiating. Um, but there have been like five of these calls and they've all five gone the direction against city. Yeah. You know? That's why it, it feels bad and not to bring up a sore subject, but the stats will bear me out on this. Berkey will never stop a penalty. Like he's just not going to do it. So a penalty against us is a guaranteed goal even more than like a regular penalty. He almost stopped that one. He got a hand on it. Yeah, but he still didn't. Yeah. You know, it's not expected. It's like 22% expected. Like half of that is them just missing though. So like so one the reason ten. this ends up being incredibly frustrating, I mean, not on its own, it's frustrating, but is then Sam coming in in the second half with this just Stupid, stupid tackle. Um, so Sam, absolutely amazing in the first half. I think it was com- the handball was ridiculous. He can't make that tackle in the second half. Am, am I confusing games? Did he have a goal called back? He had a goal called back in the last two games. Okay, that's what I thought. And in a this- way, was kind of resp- his defense was kind of responsible for a critical goal going the other way. One, keeping the player, the Kansas City player on side and the handball here and then the red card. So it, basically he shouldn't he should play messy style and it, never come onto our side of the of the field. It was an atrocious tackle. Someone said maybe it was Chris that it could have been a straight red even if he wasn't sitting on a yellow. Yes. In the in the EA FIFA ranking video, it's not called FIFA anymore. Okay. I Sam even jokes that he, I think he had a low defense rating. You know, they break down the characteristics and he even jokes like, well, that's fair after last game. He was no, adorable it, in that video. Know your, know your audience, though. Don't joke. Don't joke. Some of us are still mad. I was actually fine and thought we had already covered the post galaxy game. I was I like, oh, this too. <laughs> and then we're having to, to bring all this up and it's <clears throat> anyway. All right. Well, so so I just have to close it out. So okay, here's my thing. We went down to ten men for a long time. So at that point, a draw was really what you would expect. And I think to take a step back and be like, okay, for half an hour we played down by a man. We salvaged a draw on the road. Like you'll take it. 
Um, I think we didn't transition to being down a man as well as Dallas did against us. Um, there were some strange substitutions. I think we went to, we eventually went to five in the back, but maybe a little too late. Um, Carnell's not a good game day coach. Without agreeing with the last part, um, I was hoping to see some defensive subs sooner going to five. Um, I forget who we had on still. There were some players where it's like, we, you know, we could. We also had um, Coconut out there on a yellow, which I thought was like super risky when you're already down a man. You have faith in him to be able to avoid a second yellow. He's a professional. But I mean, you can get a yellow accidentally. Like, to me, that's the story. The story is we had an incredible first half. It was just absolutely a blast to watch. There was uh, an unfortunate call in the box, and then there was kind of a careless tackle by Sam that takes us, the combination of which takes us down to 10 men. We did not do a fantastic job of adjusting to 10 men. Maybe we learn, practice that some. In it's case frustrating. Over the course of a season to have two draws against <coughs> two draws against LA Galaxy, where I think we probably could have had two wins from that. Um, but that that is just the nature of sport. Um, I think yeah. Segway, we're not great on the road. The stats will bear that one out. Nobody's you know great, great on the road home. in this league. We're good against Houston. Uh we were good at a ver- against a version of Houston that was here like three months ago. Is the Houston's team substantially different? Uh, yes, global because warming. Hector Herrera will be starting. He did not start against us. Ooh, he sounds good. Just the name. Ache Ache. Yeah. Ooh, that's not great. No, it's not great. Uh, their midfield is uh, very dangerous, and he is the primary fixture of that and he did not start against us when they played here he did come off the bench and i want to say scored a goal i could be wrong about that i have to double check that but he definitely came in later in the game they're also coming off of a two-week break basically they didn't have a game last week the last game they played was against the la galaxy with a draw on saturday september 2nd in la or at home um, I wonder how LA. does it work in LA? I thought we did a pretty good job team. of shutting down Ricky Pooch. So I think we can I, do the same and shut down Hector Herrera. I need to correct and omit in the previous pod. I said, I liked Ricky Pooch. I now hate Ricky Pooch. That's fair. Like his face and his hair and everything about him makes me angry now. All right. I, I'm nervous about the game tonight, primarily because our, our road form has been weak. Um, Houston has been playing very well. They've been playing well both at home and away. Um, like they've been just dominating for the last like five games. Do we on have two side, wins? A goal. Two they wins? haven't a goal in five games. Do we have two wins post two wins and a draw after the league's cup break? What's our record? It's unknowable. We really, we really come prepared for these things. That's kind of Chris's job. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, hmm. Gosh, Google. All right. We we beat Austin, lost to Orlando, beat Dallas in a weird one. Yeah, so two wins, two losses, and a draw. So our form is like average. I, I, I think it's going to be a tough one for us. We're going to be down Sam 
I yeah. think that means, but Nico is hopefully fully recovered by now. I think that means we get to see a Klaus Nico start. Yeah. Yeah. That'll I'd say be, that's likely. That'll be interesting to, to see. I mean, they were, I think they were really starting to get a motor going back before Klaus got, got injured. So do we think we see the spine again? I, I would assume that we do, right? There's nobody that would be out from the spine. We absolutely see the spine again. But speaking of we, out because of spine injuries, I think Alm is still yeah, he's phenomenal. I guess the question is, so we've talked a lot about the rotation. So we have a game today. We have a game Wednesday. We have a game the following Saturday. Um, do we think that we see some adjustments because of the rotation? Um and if you're going to rotate, do you do it in the Houston game where we're away and it's going to be hard? Do you do it against LAFC when we're at home? I don't pref- know what choice. <clears throat> in the press conference, Carnell implies that this game and the Wednesday game are the games that get the primary lineup. And then it's next. The The Wednesday to Saturday is harder than Saturday to Wednesday. That extra day uh, makes makes a big difference for these guys. So I would expect our spine to basically start Saturday and ish on Wednesday. I'm really Good news personally for the mad. members of the pod traveling to the Minnesota game. Speaking of travel, I'm I'm missing another home game because I have to go on a stupid work trip. I I'm there's only a couple so left. I know. I know. I'm all, there's three left, right? I'm apparently going to miss the last game of the season. I I will be at the Wednesday game and the Minnesota game traveling up drew just and to I. be just to be clear the Wednesday night game not the Sheffield Wednesday game that is about to start correct <laughs> and there will be playoffs presumably we can clinch a playoff spot tonight this is actually the someone I think on Reddit Abby I think you shared the post of someone who did the math on based on how we finish the season what other teams would need to do to overtake us in first place my read of that chart is that we're going to we're going to end up in first. Oh, my read on the chart and I didn't look at it, but was that we were going to end up in third. All right. So, you know, that kind of captures just the the preconceived biases, I guess, of of us. It certainly made me feel good about our odds of winding up in a good position. I don't know if I think we'll wind up in first. Um, poor Colorado. Like if, we, is, if we win like two games out of the rest of the season, then the other teams would have to win like all remaining six or seven games to overtake us. No, but that's right. We might so not I think, win two games. Like seriously, we could go on a stretch. We don't, There are only like five left, right? We have gone stretches of five games and not won two. We've got some hard games. We've got LAFC. We've got Seattle. We've got Houston. Although I call them Houston because that's what New Yorkers do. And I lived there for a very short amount of time. Um, and Vancouver, who is a tough, tough matchup right now. Like, yeah. we don't have an easy schedule out of here. No. Don't be don't be sitting on your laurels. you got to play so good. I, I fall somewhere between Nathan and Phil here. The, the, I think whether we wind up in First, looking at this, that seems like it's really a toss-up. I, I don't think we wind up in you know, one, two, three, four, fifth, where you know LAFC, Real Salt Lake, or Vancouver would have to win. Yes, like seven or eight of their remaining games. It might be better to end up in fifth for my bank account. We don't know what playoff tickets are going to cost, but I'm excited. But, We're going to get a home opener, presumably. In the but if you end up in fifth, you're only going to get one home game. Whereas if you're above that, you might get two, right? 
<clears throat> that is correct. Yeah. So. All bets are off for the final. It's like a Super Bowl situation. Who knows? Does that mean like we might not even get tickets at all? Correct. Like they're just open to the entire league and well, no. MLS runs it. It's going to be you got to you know. know somebody to get those. Hmm. Do we do that? Do we have that? No. So Tom Timmerman had a great going back to the like what happens for to clinch a playoff spot. So there are six different ways that St. Louis City can clinch a playoff spot this weekend, assuming they win. Um, All convoluted. Assuming we win. If the Galaxy lose and Austin lose, then we clinch. If Minnesota loses or draws and Austin loses, we clinch. San Jose loses or or draws and Austin loses. Uh, Dallas loses and Austin loses. The Galaxy lose and San Jose lose or draw. Or Minnesota lose and draw and San Jose lose and draw. So, yes, a a little convoluted. Probably worth going and reading the tweet to actually go back over that slower. No, uh, just a lot of if Austin loses. I think the first one is the most likely one to happen. That Austin loses and the Galaxy lose. Yeah. But I don't think we're going to win. Any of those options happen, we clinch a playoff spot today. What if we draw into the playoffs? I mean, uh, that's a done deal in my mind. Okay, it's not mathematically clinched, but we're going to the playoffs. And we're very likely to be top of the table. Colorado, on the other hand, not going to the playoffs. What is your definition of very likely? What percentage do you say very likely over likely? 70%. Okay. I think we are likely, but not very likely. What, what number is that? 51%. Okay. Wait, to wind up where? Top of the Top table. of the table. Somehow that is more optimistic than I thought Nathan was and less optimistic than I thought Phil was. We'll, we'll run am, some Monte Carlo analysis. We'll get back also, to Also, the, the rest of the Western Conference does also seem to want to not win games as well. It's an interesting thing that we're doing. Now, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, the whole we have, league is just tanking to let Miami win. Presumably. We have a lot of... Uh, we have a lot of um, Western Conference games left. Did you guys see that Messi is not with the team in Atlanta tonight? Oh, I did he not. Also, he also ordered quite possibly the most Ooh, disgusting looking God. pizza I've ever seen. Ooh, it, it had, had like, pickles on it. Well, those onion, pickles like, are whole olives. Oh, I thought they were pickles. It was gross looking no matter what. But yeah, he yes. um, got to feel bad for those scalpers. No, it's not the scalpers you feel bad for. It's the people like, who bought the tickets. It was sarcasm. They still get to see Busquets, you know? That's not why they're paying the... You'd pay a little more for that. You wouldn't pay like $500 more. All right. Against Houston, we need to be looking out for Hector Herrera. We expect to see our spine with Nico and Klaus back up top. I want to see... The form. I want to see Stroud and... All right, let's do some lamps. So I want to see Celio on the bench at least. He was on the bench last game. Okay, I think I just want to see the exact same lineup from last game, except with Nico instead of a Denneran. I think Celio would have gotten playing time had we not gone down to ten men. I think that that makes sense. Made it so he was not going to come up. So I don't. I did have a little bit of COVID. Who was our midfield? It was Leuven, Blom, Stroud. Who else? Jackson. Jackson. Oh yeah. He played really, really well. How did we not comment on the fact that he was outstanding? He was great. Yeah, yeah. That, half, that was, you know, kind of that first half. We didn't spend enough time on that first half. And the things we talked about no. were the bad parts. Exactly. We're this whole pod. I'm I'm over it. 
we such a good half and we managed to it say negative things and somehow we spent 20 minutes half. talking about Barky being bad I can't even the problem is well okay so a good half of a game like doesn't matter <laughs> yeah it does it was good enough to keep us in that game well, sure sure but like the overall vibe from all of us at the end of the game wasn't like super high it was like well thank god we held on for a draw but that kind of sucks so yeah and that's but that shouldn't that was uh, that Shouldn't was the color lineup. our impression. That's the lineup that we're capable of. Yeah, no, and I think we'll see. I I agree. I think that would be a good lineup to to roll out again tonight. I I maybe personally like Yarrow more than Nilsson, but that's probably not borne out in reality. I think I just like him as a person. What about Markanic Hebert? Who are we? Who are we hoping for there? I really, really, really don't like Markanic. Ooh. I think Markanic's going to start. I think he will. He brings excitement, but his defense is not good. I think I mentioned this. I don't know if it was to you. Um, in one of the other podcasts, they interviewed a reporter from Colorado who said Markanic was only known for his defense over there. Like that was the thing. And everyone's really confused by what's going on now. I, I mean, he just got. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like he gets beat a lot, but he has a lot of excitement going forward. Yeah. Well, just wait for that defense to show back up and he'll be a he'll be a real weapon then, I guess. I mean, I think I don't, I don't I think know how you fit this betting in. on. I don't know how you fit this in, but I wish Indy were on the field. Yeah. Is that just I, because you really liked him as a videographer? It's ninety percent because he was such a good host of that video, but I mean Look, I'm I'm going to go back like three months and say that when he was playing the the forward indie, the upper Gary, if you will, he was really good there. But yeah, so is the problem just that like Jackson is also really good there? Yeah, and faster and more exciting, but not as physical. So when you go oh, up against a team with some big, strong defenders, Jackson can get kind of manhandled out of it. I suspect over one of the next three games, you'll get a Gary over Jackson situation. But is it the rotated game where he doesn't have yeah. Klaus and Nico to work with? Yeah, probably. And then he's just taking shots from midfield. He's going to get one. He's going to get one. I do. Yeah. yeah, I I wish we got him out there a little bit more forward. In that video, his, his, his card is listed as a uh, defensive midfielder. And I think... <laughs> He was not particularly pleased about it. That's how he, we've been playing him. Not, yeah, there were it is several how we've been players, him, but there were several players who weren't super happy about their EA FIFA. What I get are we it. Supposed to call it EA, EA Football F- Club. Apparently, FIFA is no longer sponsoring it or something. Is that this time around? Or yeah, this time. Like yeah, okay. This time, are we going to buy it and play it? Probably, because our team's in it. Yeah, we're going to be playing against. Actually. So, so Drew and I were playing and we basically were whenever we played online, we would always play against PSG. And now I expect to see a lot more inner Miami's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it out yet? I'm going to say n- no. I think it's in pre at the moment, okay. but I could be wrong. Are we going to do we need to start a sister pod where we like play the upcoming matchup every week and report back on the results? Yes. I guess that could just be a segment. Just be in this a segment. Yeah. We don't need yeah. the we don't need right. the analysis of that. Yeah, now, no, that's, that makes sense. Are we going to play it or are we just going to set like computer against computer? No, we're going to play it. 
That feels like everyone, it- everyone has to play a specific position, like player. You have to be one city player. Oh, so we'll play like four on city or five or whatever. I wonder if we can do that. Well, I think we'll, you can. We'll, we'll, we'll start who, who this out player be? All right, let's quick, quick go around. Five. Always yeah. play in the 10. All right. Uh, um, I would Stroud. absolutely be Stroud. Oh, yeah. okay. well, We've got two um, Strouds. I'd, I'd be um. Honestly, I'd probably, well, I wouldn't mind being an indie. It's I was just saying that, that because I want him to get more playtime. We've all chosen like kind of second tier. None of us said it. The spine. No one said anyone in the spine. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I played soccer in I'm high school, and I very much played a Stroud or a winger when I play when I play video game soccer. I like to stay outside and cross. I'd play Berkey and show him how it's done. <sighs> Let's get into predictions for the Houston game. I have one last thing to say about the lineup. Sorry, I know I don't usually do that to you, Phil, but this time I am. No, uh, we well, Chris isn't here, so someone needs to. Tim Parker. Against Houston in Houston, who's still playing, ha- paying half his salary. Ooh. And the other midfielders that you need to be watching out for are, I believe, Artur, Amin Basi, Karaskia. Their midfield is just just so dangerous. But Hector Herrera is like, numbers-wise, he is the offense. So watch out for Ache Ache. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Blom's going to be in there shutting him down. Well, one can hope. All right, back to predictions. Yeah, no, thank you for explaining what we expect to see and what we'll be up against. What do you think we get as a result out of this game, Patrick? Look, I think this is, I, I'm i going to say 2-0, City. I'm feeling better, better than when I started this pod, which is strange. And that's because Berkey is going to make some additional ridiculous yeah. saves Had like he has all season. Had those stats. Abby, what do you think we get? I'm going to go with a 1-1 draw, which is good for us because they haven't let up a goal in a long time, um, and they're hot and at home. But I think that's just insurmountable in some ways. That would make for a frustrating watch. Agreed. Draw. Nate? 2-2 draw. Okay, that would also be frustrating. I'm going to say 2-1 win. Uh, I hope to see some excitement. I hope we get that first half from the last game. We get it doubled. Uh, we get... Nico and Klaus, the classic pairing back up top, generating goals. Yeah, Abby putting the putting the fingers together, whatever that means. They know what it means. Did you see how cute it was when Nico subbed in for Klaus? And they, yeah, no, they're, Klaus, they're adorable. Klaus, Klaus shot him some fingers on the way out. Yeah, you know, it's a partnership you love to see. All right. I'd rather see Sam, but he screwed us. We will meet again to discuss the results of this, and I guess to talk about the upcoming home game against LAFC. We'll have to get that pot out there quick. Presumably we'll also have to get the rundown on the Reed second grade girls versus the Salmonov second grade girls. Yeah, I don't know that we got a score prediction on that, but I guess we'll find out. I'm going to guess like 15 to 3. All right. Thanks, everybody. Go City. Go City. Go City.